Hey, I'm Francis Lamb, and this podcast, Weeknight Kitchen, is all about getting good food on your table in the middle of the week. Our guide is the one and only Melissa Clark, best-selling cookbook author, New York Times food columnist, and someone who's always thinking about what's for dinner. Last week, she introduced us to the power of the sheet pan dinner, but this week, we're catching her just as she gets home from work. It is always so good to be home. I am just back from a trip, and I am absolutely starving. The question is, what is in the fridge? And not very much is in the fridge, but there are eggs. All right, there are always eggs. And they make me so happy. What else do I have? Scallions and sage. That's perfect. Now I can make my olive oil fried eggs with scallions, sage, and Turkish red pepper. Even though the sage looks a little sad, it's still going to work because I'm going to fry these sage leaves. And when you fry them, even if they're not incredibly perky to start with, they will crisp up and get, they'll get like sage potato chips. They'll be so delicious and crunchy and salty. So first thing, I'm going to chop up the scallions. The good thing about eggs is they go so fast. You know, when you come in and you're starving, you know, whether you're home from a trip or on a weeknight, they're ready, they're there for you, and they cook up in like five minutes. Another great thing about eggs is that they're incredibly versatile. Personally, I like fried eggs that have um, really crispy browned edges, and my trick for that is using olive oil. Um, But scrambled eggs are great. You can poach eggs, you can hard cook eggs, although when I say hard cook, I really mean jammy centered eggs with the, you know how they're creamy in the middle? So good. Lots of options, and all of them are ready in under 10 minutes, except for the scrambled eggs. I know that my eggs are fresh because I got them right before I went on vacation, but you know, how do you know? It's always a mystery. You know, you're in the supermarket or even at the farmer's market and you're you're looking at the eggs and they all look the same. So how do you know if it's fresh? The only way to tell is by doing the float test. So you take your egg and you put it in a bowl of water. And if the egg is fresh, it's gonna sink right down to the bottom. You see, Older eggs absorb air, and as they absorb the air, they get lighter and more buoyant, so they float to the top. So if you've got a floaty egg, you know it's not the freshest thing in the world. But you can still use it, but I would would not eat it raw. I would not do it lightly scrambled. I would just hard cook it. Or even, oh my God, you can jammy cook it. You can cook it until it's jammy and creamy in the center, which I think is probably, I don't know, it's a toss-up between crisp-edged fried eggs and jammy-centered creamy eggs. They're both amazing. Recently though, I've perfected my jammy centered eggs. Now I had this technique down for a while, but I got even better at it. And this was my husband's idea. So the way I do my eggs, I take my eggs straight from the fridge. I put it in a pot of water, cover it with cold water. And then I watch, I bring it to a boil watching it. And I start timing from the second the water comes to a boil. For me, four minutes, 45 seconds. But Okay, the, the question is, the reason I would get variation is, well, when was the water really boiling? Was it like giant big bubbles? Was it sort of big bubbles? And I was using my own, you know, I was just kind of going with it, like judging it. And then my husband had the idea. He's like, why don't you just take the thermometer and measure? And when it reaches 212, then you start the timer. Of course, I would never have thought that. So now that's exactly what I do. And I get perfect jammy eggs every time. So anyway, so you do that. Then you drain the eggs at 445. And then... You take that egg and you cover it in cold water and you let it sit for two minutes. And in those two minutes, you make your toast and also it finishes cooking the egg. And then you can peel it and you can eat it 
I like to take butter, softened butter, and just smear it right on the top. A little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper or Turkish pepper, and it is the best breakfast or dinner or snack or just anytime you feel like eating an egg. So scrambled eggs. My husband has this way of doing them. He's, he's actually really into eggs thinking as I'm chatting, I'm thinking about it. What he likes to do is he, he's the kind of guy who likes to stand there at the stove and he read this recipe once that said to stand there for 30 minutes on the lowest possible heat stirring the eggs and adding little bits of butter as they go. Now these eggs are like custard. You know, they're so fine grained and they're so rich and they're so amazing. And I have zero patience for that. So on the weekends when he makes the eggs, that's what he does. And on the weekdays when I make the eggs, I do them a little bit faster. I mean, I still do low heat, but I do a nonstick pan and I do a spatula and I stir them. And the trick with the with doing um, scrambled eggs is you just gotta keep them moving. You know, never let them set because if they, they set, they get a little bit, they get those little hard bits in there, which I don't like. So keep it moving. And I'd say add the butter and I'd say it takes me maybe six or seven minutes. And so it's a little bit, you know, slower than like one minute scrambled eggs like people do. You know, like in a diner, you get those eggs that have been scrambled and you know they've taken like one minute to make them. But it's not as extreme as a 30 minute kind. So now let me tell you what I'm actually gonna make right now. So these olive oil fried eggs with the crispy edges. I've got my scallions and I'm just gonna slice them up. Super thin slices. They are rolling all over my counter. You can't see them. That's the thing about scallions. They're round, but I'm gonna catch them. They think they're rolling off the uh, cutting board to safety. But in fact, come back little scallions. I've got you all. Could also have them and lay them flat. That would actually probably have been a good idea. Anyway, cut them up, slice them up any way you want. And I'm gonna use the light green part, the white part, the light green part, and I'm also gonna use the dark part, those dark ends of the greens, because mine look pretty fresh and they make a great fresh garnish. So I'm going to fry the light green part and the white part, and then the dark green part I'm gonna save and I'm gonna use that for serving. So I'm just gonna separate them out. Okay, sage leaves, let's see. I just need a couple of good ones, maybe four or five. And you wanna try to find the biggest ones. Mine are pretty small, so maybe I'll use six or seven, but if you have nice big ones, oh, here's a good one, here's a big one. Use the big ones. Just cut them off the stem, break them off the stem. And then heat up your pan. I like nonstick for this. If you have a really well-seasoned cast iron, that's good too. Okay, very important. Always get your pan super hot before you put any fat in there. What happens to metal is, this is like one of those chemistry things that I never really took in until I started cooking. So as the metal heats, it expands, right? Um, when you have this expanded metal, when you put the fat in, it actually goes into the pores of the pan. It actually settles in better and it is, more nonstick than it would be had you added the oil to the cold pan. It's cool, right? A little science. So I'm gonna let that heat for about 20, 30 seconds. Okay, so you know, how do you know your pan is hot? You just put your hand over it. And if you do it when you first start heating it, you're gonna feel just a little bit of heat radiating. But if you keep checking, once it, ah, yeah, once you're like, oh, I should move my hand, then you know it's hot enough. Add the oil. Be generous. Olive oil is good for you. 
I am using, I mean, it's, you know, if you just need enough, what you're looking for is enough to coat the bottom of the pan and then some. So for me in this particular pan, this is like a nine inch, maybe, yeah, it's like a nine inch pan. So maybe I've used one to two tablespoons. If your pan's bigger, you're gonna need a little more. If your pan is smaller, you'll need a little less. But when you swirl the oil, you should be able to see it swirl, but it shouldn't be tons of oil that you're swirling. And then now you wanna let your oil get hot. Now, your oil has to be hot enough so that when you crack your eggs in there, they're gonna sizzle immediately. And I'm gonna get one more thing, okay? This is my, this is my secret. It's not really a secret, because lots of people do it, but this is the best thing for making those crispy edged eggs, is a spoon. Put that by my stove. I'm gonna use it in a second. Melissa will be right back to tell us what she's gonna use that spoon for. It's a cliffhanger. Okay, so we're getting back to Melissa's kitchen, where she is mid-recipe with her olive oil fried eggs with scallions, sage, and Turkish pepper. Okay, so she's at the stove, the oil's hot, and what is she going to do with that spoon? Okay, so scallions are chopped, and now I'm going to fry my sage leaves. And this is really the key to this dish, is before I add my sage leaves, I need the oil. So I've heated the pan, and now I'm heating the oil in the pan. And now... When I put the sage leaves in, I want it to sizzle. Ooh, there it goes. Hear that sizzle? Perfect, and the sa you can't see it, but the sage leaves are puffing up and browning, and they're absolutely beautiful. And I'm just gonna swirl the pan a little bit, and I'm gonna use my tongs to just turn them over, cook them on both sides. So it takes like one minute, and as soon as they're crispy, I'm gonna add my eggs to the pan immediately. Right on top of the sage leaves. Okay, and now I'm gonna do something a little bit unusual. I have a spoon right here, and I'm going to take some oil from the side of the pan and I'm going to drizzle it right over those egg whites. Now, the thing about fried eggs is that often the, by the time the egg whites are cooked, the yolks are overcooked. So I want to speed up the cooking of the egg whites by drizzling them with a little bit of this hot oil in the pan. And then it's also going to make the, oh, the edges are already starting to turn gorgeous and golden brown. So nice. And this whole thing takes like a minute and a half, two minutes tops. Yeah, there it goes. And another nice thing that happens as I drizzle the oil on top of the egg, it almost forms like these little craters in the white, which have really nice texture. A little bit of salt, some pepper. And then I'm just gonna use my scallions, go on top for garnish. And I'm using the whites and the light, the uh, dark greens because they have different flavors. You know, the white's a bit sharper, the dark green is a bit brighter. And then that's it. They're ready to go on. I can just slide them right onto my plate. And they are ready, except for the Turkish pepper. 
I have this amazing pepper that a friend brought me from Turkey. And what's great about Turkish pepper, as opposed to other kinds of chili flakes, is that it's also been salted. It's been salted and, um, and it has a lot of, it has a great fruitiness to it. So it's not just spicy, but it's a little bit fruity and a little bit salty. However, red chili flakes work great as well. Ooh, it's so good. Okay, that was a pretty easy dinner. I'm gonna open my wine, I'm gonna enjoy my eggs, and I'm gonna talk to you next week. Enjoy your night. Melissa Clark is a food columnist for the New York Times and author of Dinner Changing the Game. Next week, she'll be back with a recipe for Vietnamese caramel salmon. If you've never tasted the Vietnamese technique for savory caramel, it is completely delicious. And the grocery list is simple. Pick up four salmon fillets, and you just need olive oil, brown sugar, soy sauce, limes, a bit of fish sauce, scallion, jalapeno, and cilantro. So get ready for that. Don't forget you can find this week's recipe for olive oil fried eggs with scallions, sage, and Turkish pepper, and all the information you need on the equipment and ingredients she used at weeknightkitchen.org. While you're there, sign up for the Weeknight Kitchen email newsletter where you'll find the latest recipes from the latest cookbooks. It comes to your inbox every Wednesday. I'm Francis Lamb, and thank you for listening. <laughs>